Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Joe Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, of course. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you, especially today, because movie and TV producer, writer-director Mark Erlbaum is here to discuss eFlixer.com. That's E-F-L-I-X-I-R.com which is his new digital platform for combining uplifting films and social action. Plus, I hope he'll talk about his own inspirational movies, Everything Must Go, starring Will Ferrell, which I just saw a couple of days ago and really, really fell in love with, Cafe with Jennifer Love Hewitt, and The Buddy Story, starring Elizabeth Moss from TV's Mad Men. Now, as an added attraction today, Filmmaker Misha Zubarev has agreed to co-host this special episode. We'll bring Mark and Misha on right after checking with Nikki Starr to see if she's ready to help with the show. Nikki, are all systems go in the chat room? They are. We're very excited. We're very excited not to just watch the world, but to change the world. <laughs> exactly. Well said. Well said, Thank Nikki. You. And, and thanks to the people who sign up for the chat. I see already that our uh, loyal listener, Nancy Lombardo from Comedy Concept, has already logged in. And, uh, dear listeners, be sure to check out Nancy Lombardo's wonderful show on Blog Talk Radio on Friday mornings and Monday mornings at 10.30 Eastern Time. It's really a very, very entertaining experience, and we're so glad that uh, that Nancy is in the chat room. We really appreciate her, her and all our other listeners. And we also appreciate Misha Zubarev for returning today. He's been with us a few times before, you know, and I have to admit, admiring his work tremendously as a screenwriter because he's done such a fantastic job adapting one of uh, a book that my husband and I co-wrote, It Had to Be Us, for a screen treatment. Welcome back to Movie Attic Headquarters, Misha. Hi, Betty Joe. Yeah, this was... Uh, it was such a pleasure <clears throat> to do it, and um, I'm very happy. Very happy I got this opportunity. It's, uh, it's you know, it's, there's really so much truth in, in your novel. And as I said before, I'll say it again. Uh, it's, it's it's really just beyond. Uh, it, you don't really read about these stories too much, so uh, it was really <laughs> wonderful. Oh, it's it's so so great to have you back on our our show again, and I I want to thank you for letting me know about Mark. And his exciting new new project, eflixer.com. And I, Mark's been waiting patiently, so let's bring him on right now. Welcome to Movie Addict Headquarters, Mark. Thank you, Betty Joe. It's good to be here. Well, it's good to have you here. I, I'm eager to hear about eflixer, and I know um, Nikki is, and uh, and the people in the chat room, and our, our other listeners. I, I do understand that it curates thousands of 
of uplifting Hollywood films and then links them to thematically related causes. So that much, much I do know. But I also know that Misha would like to start out with some questions about eFlixer. So, Misha, um, you're on. I would love to. Well, Mark, first of all, I love the site. As I told you before, I think it's really, really great. I love the choice of films, and I've logged into it several times. <clears throat> it just has a lot of great, uh, a huge pool of very diverse projects. Um, and I'm just curious, uh, I guess the first question on the list uh, is, how did you come up with the idea for eFlixer? What was the driving force uh, behind it? Well, we, uh, I have a production company called Nation Light Productions, which, which is a producer of positive, uplifting feature films. Uh, and for years now, we've been developing an online following of people who were sort of passionate about our mandate to change the world through positive media. Uh, and as we grew our, our base online, we have about 54,000 fans on Facebook, um, wow. started to occur to us that it would be great to be able to uh, engage and entertain these folks uh, on a regular basis. As, as you all know, movie making is a glacial uh, process, and oh. uh, it, it takes years to, to make a movie, develop and produce and release a film. Uh, so we were looking for opportunities to engage our audience um, on an ongoing basis. Uh, and secondly, we really felt that there was a tremendous opportunity to um, inspire people to social action through uh, good movies. So, you know, it's, it's no coincidence that they're called movies because they move us. And we, our goal was to take that movement and uh, turn it into a movement with a capital M and try to um, inspire some, some good social work. I like that. A movement with a capital M. That's, uh, it's, <clears throat> I like that. That's, it's very, 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 very well put. Um, <laughs> what's, uh, so what would you say is the biggest? Obviously, the, uh, there's a lot of causes here, um, as you already mentioned. What would you say is the biggest goal? Uh, for this project, uh, you know, or the ideal that you would say, what, what would be the that uh, that moon that you're shooting for with um, with eFlixer? Well, you know, our goal is to take people's viewing experience and transform it into a participatory experience, and we sort of coined a phrase as we started to develop this concept, which is. Intervolvement, and, and our notion is that people are not content to simply be entertained passively anymore. They want to be involved because they have the ability and the resources these days to be involved. Um, you see what's going on on the other side of the world through the Internet. You can immediately act and, and actually influence things that are going on in the world. Um, so our, our feeling is that people can take that viewing an entertainment experience and turn it into something active. Um, so, you know, uh, for, for us, this was an idea that we've been kicking around for years and years, um, and we're out in Silicon Valley a few years ago throwing the, the concept around. And then Sandy Hook happened at the end of 2012, and, and violence in the media and values in the media mm. became such a hot-button topic uh, and we said it's time to stop thinking about it and, and time to just make it happen. So that's what we did, and, and our goal is to try to sort of create a new behavior around um, 
film watching so that it's not, again, just a passive experience, but one that then leads to some sort of active involvement. I think that's and, a and really interesting. Yeah. It's it's just it just amazes me that that this is possible, but with with technology, uh, it always amazes me. But this one is is a step beyond beyond for me. And uh, I I went to your site, and um, I told you before the show started that I'm I'm very. Um, challenged technologically so i i was like oh i have mark on the show so i can get i can get some hints as to how to proceed and there are so many movies that you've got over over well thousands of movies and um there you go in walk me through this maybe this is the this is the best best way for our listeners to know what what they're what's going to happen once they they get get there step one is is what mark so you go to the site uh it's eflixer.com as you said earlier and you'll find on our landing pages a brief explanation of of how it works um, and you can log in, create a profile very easily through Facebook, or if you don't want to use Facebook or you're not a Facebook user, you can create a profile uh, without using Facebook. Uh, and then you can go onto the site, um, and there are uh, all of the standard film categories that you can choose from, uh, or you can see our films of the week that we're recommending, or... Uh, you know, the most discussed films or the most recently added films. And when you select a film, um, then you're taken to that film page. You can read all about it, what it's a, a brief overview of what it's about, see what other users and members have been saying about it. And then when you click on the film, you're actually launched to Amazon. We are an affiliate of Amazon. Uh, we don't host the films of ourselves. We, again, are an affiliate of Amazon. So once you are launched to Amazon, you buy the film or you stream the film the same as you would on a, uh, any other uh, a la carte service, and yet then a portion of your streaming fee goes directly to our national nonprofit cause partner, which uh, is the great nonprofit called Free the Children. Um, uh-huh. So every time you you pay the average price, I think on Amazon is three ninety nine for a film. We as an affiliate get an affiliate fee, and of that we donate half of it to Free the Children. Now, once you've watched the film and you've been inspired by it, um, and you come back to Eflixer after you've closed out of Amazon, there are a handful of nonprofits that are thematically related to that film listed on the, that film page. So I don't know how many times this has happened to, to you, Betty Jo, or, or you, Misha, or, or you, Nikki, but um, I've watched many films and felt afterwards that was so inspiring, I want to do something about it, but I don't know what to do. And so mm-hmm. I've said, well, I'll, I'll do something tomorrow. But, of course, tomorrow comes, and that that moment of inspiration has sort of dissipated. Um, and now I've sort of lost that moment. But if we have that opportunity right there, once we have that feeling and there are outlets for that um, inspiration, uh, hopefully people will then 
go right ahead and act. So, so an example of that, uh, a couple, I guess last month I watched 12 Years a Slave, which was obviously the best mm-hmm. film uh, winner at the Oscars this year. Right. And I was so moved by the film um, and just incredulous. Like, you know, how, how could people you know, let this happen? And I started thinking to myself, well, what would I have done if I had been there? And, of course, it's easy to say that I would have been on the side of abolition, but what am I, how do I know that? So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to prove that to myself in some way. Well, Afflixer enabled me to do that because right away I went – back to the Afflixer site and saw that the film was linked to a cause, Free the Slaves, which is a nonprofit that works to um, liberate any type of slavery that is still going on today. And unfortunately, there is quite a bit of modern-day slavery. And I was able to go onto the site, read about it, make a donation, and sign up on their mailing list. So this was an immediate way for me to channel that um, that feeling that I got from the film into into a positive uh, action. That is uh, that what that is what sets your efflixer. Uh, I mean, it, it just it just makes it so different. I don't think there's there's any other site like this. There isn't a site that you you've modeled uh, efflixer on. Correct. This is this is just unique. Yeah, this is unique. I mean, there are great, um, more and more great sites that are coming up with that have um, products where when you buy a, uh, whatever it is, a bag or shoes or, you know, then they'll donate a percentage to charity. So that, that fortunately, is is popping up all over the web. But nobody Mm -hmm. has done that in the movie space. And, um, you know, we feel like uh, very, very happy to be the first ones in. But also we feel that it's especially fitting with movies because of their incredible ability to motivate people. Um, Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was just uh, amazed at the number of uh, causes (laughs) that you have have listed. I mean, I was just going through the A list, and of course, you have the one if 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 the person that's um, involved uh, doesn't want the want the money to go to free the children. Uh, there's there's organizations like Action Against Hunger, Advocates for Injured Athletes, um, American American Armed Forces Foundation, the American Cancer Society. And uh, just so many causes about how many do you have listed on your site? I, I had just gone through the A list. Yeah, so we have about 300 uh, causes listed on the site, and, and those causes are all of the nonprofits that we have linked to the various films. I so see. we don't expect that people will go onto the site because they want to find a cause. What we expect is that they'll watch a movie and then they'll see a list of the causes that are thematically related to that movie because that film has uh, gotten them riled up about a particular issue, and now Mm -hmm. they have, you know, a handful of causes that are related to that issue. Um, So all of those causes that you find in the causes list, which are listed alphabetically, are the ones that we chose to relate to the roughly 3,000 films that are currently on the site. And it, and it was a tremendous amount of work for us to yeah. identify causes that are related to the films, but also causes that are 
um, legitimate and ones that we're proud to um, to support through through this site. Well, congratulations on doing this. I, I what comes to my mind as you were talking about uh, being so uh, moved by the uh, by Twelve Years a Slave, and I I didn't check through the site. Maybe this is already something that you've done, but there's a film called uh, Lorenzo's Oil with uh, Susan Sarandon and Donald Sutherland, and uh, it's about parents who uh, were told by doctors that their child wouldn't live, you know, even to be a teenager. And uh, the parents then uh, started developing, working on a, you know, on a cure (laughs) for the illness that Lorenzo had. And it's just it, it it moved me so much that I I wanted to do something about it, and I wish that that uh, eFlixer had been available at the time. But then I I did end up uh, contributing my author's royalties for a book I was writing about Susan Sarandon. That's how I became um, interested in the movie Lorenzo's Oil because of the performance that Susan Sarandon gave in that uh, in that film. So. Uh, how does a film get selected? Uh, do you have Lorenzo's oil, or can I put in a petition? Or? <laughs> we, we do. That's a great question. Uh, we do have Lorenzo's oil, which is a, a very inspiring story. Um, and we do have uh, The Cause, which the... Um, Myelin Project. Yep, exactly. That's linked to Lorenzo's oil. So if you go to Lorenzo's oil, the very... Uh, okay, we have the Make-A-Wish Foundation, then the Myelin Project, um, both linked to that film. Uh, so in answer to your question of how we picked the films, it was a painstaking project, uh, an ongoing process, actually, where we're, we're still looking and, and, and absolutely taking recommendations. Um, we try to stick to films that are streaming online, um, as opposed to films that are only on DVD. So unfortunately, there's a lot of great movies out there which are only on DVD, which we don't have on the site um, because users are generally looking to watch the film immediately. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always uh, anxious to, to hear people's uh, suggestions for anything that, w- that might not have yet been put onto the site. Great. And I also uh, noticed that you have a... Uh, discussion community discussion that where people can exchange uh, ideas and uh, comments yeah that's an important part of this you know we we feel that in order to keep people engaged um, it's not just about watching a movie and then leaving a comment and moving on Uh, we're really creating a community around the content uh, which we feel is something that the other film sites are not doing well. Um, you know, uh, I'll tell you, our, our value proposition as we see it is, is what we refer to as our three C's. The first is curation, where we have curated thousands of uplifting films, which nobody else has done. The second mm-hmm. is cause, which we've spoken about, where a portion of your streaming fee goes to charity, and then you can, again, find these related causes. And the third C is community. Um, where people can interact with uh, a vibrant community of other people who are interested um, in this type of uplifting content and in social action in general. So you can create a profile on the site. There's a bit of a social networking dynamic 
on your profile page, it, it, it shows all of the films that, you're, that you've watched, all of the conversations that you've contributed to, and you can even friend other people so that you can interact with them on an ongoing basis. Well, it's a wonderful project, and it's only been in operation since uh, January. Isn't that correct? Well, as a matter of fact, you're getting a bit of a sneak preview here because it's been beta launched since January, but we have not even done an official launch yet. So you're you're kind of getting oh the, uh, the the very very good sneak preview of the site. We're we're working with a PR firm to plan an official launch, and that'll be coming out probably next month sometime. But the, oh, the site is wow. fully operational and functional. Anybody who wants to use it can, can do it at this point, but it, it really is at its brand-new uh, uh, kernel stage. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have to thank uh, Misha <laughs> so much because he does such a good job of, of, referring, uh, of referring guests to us, I mean, important guests, and this is one of the most important ones. So, so Misha, thank you, and I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just got so excited <laughs> about finding out about eFlixer, but did you have any other questions or comments about uh, eFlixer uh, that, that you'd like to, uh, to either ask uh, Mark or comment on? Uh, well, it's, for me, it's just it's just really remarkable just uh, to have Mark here. Um, I, <clears throat> I, uh, I work a little bit in digital production myself, uh, for the past couple of years, so we <clears throat> we work with um, uh, also companies and brands, and um, and uh, just looking at the site, I can imagine how much work went into it. I'm just curious, what is what, what would you say to you is was the biggest challenge, uh, you know, in putting this entire project together, be it uh, identifying specific. Um, uh, outlet or identifying a specific genre or finding the films or identifying causes or what would you say would be the top on that list out of maybe the hundreds of things that you have to deal with? Yeah, no, that's a great question. You know, uh, every step of the way has been a lot of work, but the hardest step is ahead of us, and, and that is user acquisition, and that is getting people to change their behavior uh, going up against the titans of, of this space, you know, Netflix, iTunes, Hulu, Amazon, and getting people to come do, do that same behavior on our site rather than doing it where they're accustomed to doing it. So we feel that there are certainly compelling reasons to do that, and, you know, but getting people to, to, to do something new uh, is hard, and especially when you don't have a tremendous marketing budget like Netflix and, and all of the other sites do, um, the big challenge is how do, you, how do people find out about it? Uh, our hope is that once they do find out about it, they'll give it a try, uh, and then they'll like it and, and stick around. Um, but that, I think, is, is going to be the most challenging part for us is, is make, getting the word out. Well, I'm glad we can we can help with that, and we'll do um, we'll do our part in getting the, getting the word out. And I I wanted to mention to the listeners that uh, the films uh, there were three films of the week that I noticed that I I thought that these were uh, interesting choices. The Green Mile, and that certainly is a great film. And there's a film called Baraka, B-A-R-A-K-A, which I'm not aware of and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. So those are among the films of the week. So that's kind of a diverse choice there. And then recently added, uh, Philomena, 
The Hobbit, Saving Mr. Banks, yay, that's one of my favorite films from last year, Mandela, and then The Hunger Games, uh, Catching Fire. So I thought, and then the most in the, the most discussed. I love this list that you have have on your um, on your site. Inception, Napoleon Dynamite. What a fun film that was. Short Term Twelve, which I haven't seen yet. Rocky, Avatar, Amelie. That's that French film that was just so delightful. And Tender Mercies again. Very diverse uh, choices by the people that are that are um, going to uh, eFlixer. Uh, so again, I, I just want to urge all of our listeners to check out eFlixer and to uh, to start uh, start the ball rolling for Mark's uh, wonderful project. Now, I do want to turn to your <laughs> your experience as a uh, filmmaker. Mark, because I was so impressed with one of your films that I, I just saw a couple of days ago, as I mentioned before. It, it has Will Ferrell in it in a very dramatic role, and that's probably why I missed it, because I usually usually go see the Will Ferrell comedies, but in uh, Everything Must Go, he certainly delivered a, a very uh, against-type Performance. Have you seen? Uh, have, what, what did you think about that uh, film and, and uh, Will Ferrell's performance, uh, Mark? I, I thought Will knocked it out of the park, and Will is a extraordinarily talented actor, and people don't always recognize that when you're a comic actor. Uh, he has challenged himself uh, a few times and and gone against uh, character and. Uh, it paid off for him. You know, he he got great reviews for this film. Uh, not that many people saw the film. It, it had a, a small release. It, it was it premiered at the Toronto Film Festival back in 2011, I believe, um, and it was uh, acquired by Lionsgate. Um, and uh, you know, they they did a small release. It did a modest uh, run in the theaters, but it's done very well uh, on DVD and, and the ancillaries. And Will's um, reviews were tremendous. Peter Travers, in particular from Rolling Stone, uh, just raved about it. Um, so if for us, it, he was a revelation. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we had seen him in Stranger Than Fiction. Yes, which is yes. A, a great have, have you seen that? Yes, I have, and he was great in that, and that was dramatic. And that was, I think, his first real step into that type of um, dramatic kind of performing, uh, and we thought he was spectacular in that. Uh, and here he took it to a whole another level. Um, I just wish more people would see the film. I think they would be surprised. And, and, of course, I think that a lot of people who do see the film are expecting something very different and are, are a little uh, baffled by seeing him uh, do something different. I, I know. But, uh, I, I was baffled, but I was spellbound at the same time. So I have more power to, to him to, to do roles like that. But then as long as he keeps t- making other movies too and, and making us laugh because he is great in those, <laughs> in those uh, comedies. Well, Misha, did you have some questions for Mark about his filmmaking experience? Sure. Well, I, I think we're all filmmakers at heart, uh, regardless of where what we're doing now, and we're doing many of us doing so many different things. But 
at the heart of it all, we we have uh, you know we have uh, this uh, this uh, uh, cavalier spirit of filmmaking, and uh, you know I feel the same way about uh, myself, and I'm sure Mark you feel as well, <clears throat> because this this project is obviously driven by Eflixer is driven by uh, your passion for film, and uh, I was just curious um, on that note, why what what uh, drove you to what curated your interest towards filmmaking uh, in the first place, uh, and you know how did you so so to speak, how did you get on this journey from the very very beginning? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to talk about that. Thanks for asking. I. I um I was studying writing in, in college at the University of Michigan, and then I was doing some graduate work in um, in comparative literature. But I always loved writing, um, and I, I actually was working on a novel shortly after uh, grad school and went to a movie. I, I can't remember what, what it was. I wish I did. But at midnight on one Saturday evening, I went to, uh, to a theater here in, uh, in suburban Philadelphia, and I couldn't get a parking spot. And it was, here it was, you know, midnight on a Saturday night, and this was a multiplex, you know, 15 screens or something like that, and I could not get a parking spot. Wow. And I, I said to myself, you know, if you want to communicate with people, which is to me what artists want to, that's what, why we make art, we want to communicate. You know, there is no better way to do it than through filmmaking. Um, and if you want to influence people, which I think will rub people, some people the wrong way, you know, when, when you start to put an agenda on your art, but I think that if, if people were honest with themselves, everybody has a certain agenda in, in what they do. Um, there is again no better way to to communicate messages um, and ideas with people than through uh, mass media. So that's right. when I first started to um, think about be writing for the screen as opposed to writing for you know a novel or something like that. And and then I went back and did some graduate work in in creative writing and in filmmaking and screenwriting. And that's how I sort of got into. Uh, the movie business. How do you choose the movies that you're uh, that you work on? Uh, well, for us, it's you know, I, I, as a writer, you know, I have my own scripts which I you know I'm anxious to make. Uh, I wish it were as easy as saying, okay, I, I want to make this one next, and it's it's not always that easy. Um, but in terms of the films that that are not that we have not developed in-house, um, you know, we, we did uh, create a name for ourselves and not in the industry as, as being a company that does look for positive, uplifting films. And so we started to receive from our agency, William Morris Endeavor and, and you know, CAA and ICM and, and everybody, UTA, they started to send us projects that needed um, producers on board or needed funding in place um, that had that kind of thematics. Um, so, frankly, 99% of what we see doesn't doesn't work for us. It's not. It really isn't uplifting in in any way. But they they still send them to us. Um, but every so often we find something that really does speak to us and and that we feel like we can contribute um, to in some way. As a matter of fact, I just saw a trailer today for. Uh, the new film by John Carney, who who was the director of the movie Once, 
um, and it's it's coming out, uh, I guess, very shortly. Um, oh. And it's it was it stars um, uh, Mark Ruffalo, and it's a great little script that we had read and we did like. But you, again, it's 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 hard to to make everything work out. So every so often we we find a project that we would love to work on, but we don't we don't necessarily get to. Well, it certainly does take a, a long time to make a movie, a quality movie, and uh, and Misha knows that I know because he's been involved and and uh, but I just uh, I think they're they're most of the time they're they're worth all the all the time that you that you put into it and i'm so sorry to say that i haven't seen cafe and a buddy story and those are two films that you uh produ- produced or directed or uh, uh wrote uh could you tell us a little bit about uh, both of those films mark sure um so a buddy story was really my first uh film um, stars Elizabeth Moss and uh, a great musician and actor named Gavin Bellore, um as uh, he plays a struggling struggling musician who ends up taking his sort of forlorn neighbor, Elizabeth Moss, along on one of his road trips. Um, and it's a little romantic comedy. It's a lot of great music, all, all uh, original music, by the way, and based on the uh, story of uh, a friend of mine who was a singer-songwriter, you know, traveling around the country making music and and finding himself in in a lot of funny scenarios. Um, And we made that uh, all right here in the the greater Philadelphia region um, and had a lot of fun on it. and then after that, we did Cafe, which is also based uh, in Philadelphia and was all shot in, in basically one location, in, in one cafe that, that we built to replicate a, a West Philadelphia cafe. And that's about a, a group of characters who frequent this, this one urban cafe and all of the different trials and tribulations that they're going through, and they all sort of intersect and uh, ultimately come together and, and help each other as a community in the end. So that one stars. Sorry. Is it Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yep, Jennifer Love Hewitt um, and a great uh, ensemble cast. Well, I must, I must go to eFlixer and um, <laughs> order a cafe and a buddy story, right? I, I'm assuming that they're on your site. You know, it's funny that you say that. Cafe is uh, only available on DVD at the moment. It's not streaming. Oh. Um, so we we will eventually uh, host it and, and stream it uh, on eFlixer. Um, a buddy story, I believe, is available on Netflix uh, streaming, so you can see that on the site. Um, so Great. Yeah, look, well, we have a it. comment from um, Nancy Lombardo, uh, Comedy Concept. She said that she saw Cafe and Everything Must Go, and they're very good movies. So, oh, terrific! Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, and always um, good to get, always nice to get positive feedback. I know, I know, and and we trust Nancy. <laughs> She's very, very honest. So, well. Are you currently working on any upcoming movies? 
Yeah, we, we are developing a number of pro, uh, projects. Uh, in particular, I, I recently did an adaptation of a novel called Jacob the Baker, which I'm very excited about. Um, but our energies are primarily focused right now on building Eflixer, and um, part of the end goal with the Flixer is to build up a large community of people who are interested in this type of content so that we can create more of this type of content and promote more of this type of content. Um, so we've sort of taken a little bit of a digression from uh, very aggressive uh, production to build, up, uh, to build up this community, and then we'll intend to get more uh, refocused on the production side once we've built up that audience. Well, it's a it's a big task, and but I'm certainly glad that you're that you're involved in that. And um, I this is a question that uh, we ask ev- everybody who's uh, involved with movies. What's the most important thing you want our listeners to know about you and your work? Uh, that's a great question. I, I I think that the most important thing is that every moment of life can and and should, as far as I'm concerned, be purpose driven and cause conscious. And even when we're doing something uh, as simple as kicking back to be entertained, that can still be an opportunity for doing something positive for the world. And and so, you know, whether it's producing movies that are that are uplifting or creating a site that um, gives people opportunity for social action, that's kind of our our focus. And and our hope is that people can utilize every moment in life to uh, to change the world. Well said, Mark. I, I wonder if Misha has uh, anything to add to that or um, a final question that he would like to ask you, uh, because our time is um, almost up. So, Misha, anything else that you'd like to say to uh, to Mark? Uh, well, I think there's a lot, a lot, uh, a lot more to discuss, I believe. Um, I think that... Uh, the, the community, I love the community section of the of Eflixer. I love the idea that <clears throat> essentially this side, this uh, this idea of uh, uh, using the internet to connect and to engage people and using film is just amazing. And uh, including powerful, thought uh, provoking movies, movies that change people's lives. And you know, finding those right movies, Mark, it's always so so difficult. But once you get those, you get those special ones. And you nail it, and you know the thing is just going to explode. And uh, I simply, I simply want to say that I, you know I believe this site is going to be a very, very, very huge success. And uh, you know we're very happy to have you here uh, at such uh, an early, as you said, as a, at a beta stage. Um, and. Uh, <clears throat> Well, I very much, I very much appreciate you doing that. It, it, it is important for us uh, to have people, you know, who are uh, in, encouraging us and who are supporting what we do and are helping us spread the word. So I, I, I very much appreciate that both of you took the time to uh, talk to me about it. Well, we have just been delighted that you come on our show today, Mark, and uh, you've just been a terrific guest. You've given us a lot to think about. Uh, you've given us this uh, exciting new project that we want to help spread the word about, and I hope that uh, everyone who's listening checks out eflixer.com. That's E-F-L-I-X-I-R. Uh, now, Mark, will you come back when you have another film project uh, to share with us? 
Absolutely, I would love to. Well, we'll we'll look forward to it, but it's time to wrap things up. So this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support, as well as to Misha Zubrev for co-hosting today's show, and to Nikki Starr for everything she does to make Movie Addict Headquarters such a treat to host. Thanks to Nancy Lombardo for uh, being in the chat room today and to the others who have uh, signed in and, and out and to all our other listeners. We hope everyone enjoyed the show. Please come back next time for our Mickey Rooney Remembered Show. We have already lined up comedian George Bettinger from the Mom and Pop Shop Show on Dreamstream Radio as one of our guests. We also have film historian James Cold Harrison and film critic Diana Sanger, who is the founder and editor of Classic Movie Guide. I think it will be a wonderful show. Um, I wanted to do this show because um, I'm no spring chicken. I'm one of the few people around now who saw Mickey Rooney's Andy Hardy films when they were first released and fell in love with him and then enjoyed him with Judy Garland in the Backyard Musicals. I think uh, they made uh, many, many, many of those films, the Andy Hardy films, maybe about 20, and uh, I haven't counted up the Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney films, but I'll do that before next, next week. I think it will be a wonderful show. And in the meantime, don't you forget to check out our film reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. That's all for now, folks. Here's the talented A.J. Daniels to take us out with a song Nikki and I like to dedicate to all our Blog Talk Radio listeners.
much I love you Then you'd be forced to love me too If you knew how much I adore you You'd stay with me and be true 